It's time for the design element segment on Real World Gardener. In the studio, I've got garden designer and director of Paradise's Garden Design is Peter Nixon in the studio. How are you today, Peter? Very well, thanks, Mary. And today we're continuing the series on non-general lines, which is foliage, colour, textural contrast for year-round interest. And uh, we have explained what non-general lines are. In other words, you can't find them in those big box stores. And we gave examples last week, like Maria, Buxus, etc., etc. So, and we started off with doing a mixed shrub border with non-general lines. And today it's going to be climber shrubs. Well, what are they? Climber shrubs, that's right. So it seems saying that climber shrub, well, they're contradicting each other, aren't they? Because a mm-hmm. shrub is freestanding and a climber is dependent on some support. But there's a Venn diagram with the, the climber shrubs in the middle. So those are the overlap, Marion. So if you want it, because they have a habit that lend themselves to growing as an espalier, meaning you can grow it against a wall or on its own frame or support, uh, or you could use them alternating inside and outside a black PVC mesh fence on a boundary. So you wanted the function of the fence to keep your things in and everyone else's out. Dogs, that is. Mm. Um, but you don't want it, want it to appear and present like a fence. So if you were to put a climber shrub being planted inside, outside, inside, outside, all the way along, it would grow together and conceal the fence, but it would look like a green fence. So you could do that with a a freestanding shrub as well, but you'd have to be very sure that it stayed dense from the ground with no ground gap. Otherwise, as it grew, it would reveal the fence again. Mm. These won't do that. Climber shrubs grow all the way along, and where a lot of them, where they make contact the lax canes make contact with the ground again, that's where they would re-strike. So their self-striking means that you get to conceal all of the fence from, for the whole height. So what would they be? That's the question. Well, just on the note about self-striking, I think in the past people might have called that suckering and that's kind of a term that puts people off like, oh, suckering, that means it's going to take over my garden. It might, it might take over. Yes, oh, no, none of these would do that. It's just that the plants evolved to a fairly lax habit and because of that, the, the length of the whip by gravity just brings it down to ground level and so wherever the stem touches the surface for long enough, it'll develop a bit of root system and then it'll be off again. So what would we be talking about? One lower. Now I'm going to spell that for people because it's a bit confusing. Isn't it? One, as in one, one eater, J-U-A-N-A-L. O-A, Wanaloa, Wanaloa or Antiarca, or Golden Fingers. It looks a bit like a little banana. Yes, I'm looking at a photograph of it now, and yes, a little banana, but hanging down. So the flower hangs down, like fingers, really, like big fat fingers. Yes, (laughs) yeah, exactly. Uh, And so that's the bract, the four-part bract that makes this Slightly tubular, a bit like a banana pointing down and then protruding through the end of that is the little tubular flower, which is usually jaffa orange. And so together, it's quite an arresting sight when you see a bunch of them. They're usually singular on the end of each terminal and it has a little, oh, I don't know what, how you would call it, but it's like a little, the same point where all the flowers come every season. So it's good not to cut that off because okay. you'll be cutting your flowers off, a bit like Hoya. Oh, yes, yes. The flowering spur, don't cut that off because that's where the flowers will come. So Wanaloa or Antiarca Golden Fingers, you could use that for your fence. 
or as an espalier. I hasten to add that in cool subtrops, which is Central Coast, New South Wales, Sydney, seaside suburbs, you would be down to about a minimum winter overnight of about six or seven. So given that that's the, that's the limiter, uh, Wainaloa would be at the edge of its range, really probably would be happiest in, say, northern rivers, New South Wales. But it grows in Sydney quite well if you've got the right microclimate, which is out of the wind and facing north. And I've got to say, the orange to me is like a, a very pleasant, pale, peachy coloured yeah, yeah, it's appealing. Yeah. It's a it's a very there's just nothing else like it no. actually. I can't say it's like anything. It's a real standalone. So then um you might decide, well that worked so well. Um I'm I would like to try another one of these climber shrubs, uh say for an espalier. So you could train a gamelina, another another difficult genus to pronounce. Gamelina, G M E L I N A. Gamelina. Philippensis, and that in cool subtrops it's deciduous so it doesn't really wake up until the christmas garden and then from then until about may it will have these pendulous short cattails that have a, a brownie bronze colored bract mm. with yellow flowers that protrude through the terminal ends very unusual flowers isn't that wow. unusual and it looks a bit like a parrot beak mm. in fact that's its common name so you could use that. And that's also got this um, strangely fascinating allure. Uh, so we are talking about flowering interest here, not so much textural contrast and foliage colour, although the foliage on both of these is quite interesting as well, probably the one lower more so than the gamelina. So um, a couple of others, um, hibiscus geranioides is unlike anything to do with Rosa sinensis as a, a species. It's a native from the top end, and so it's evolved to fairly torrid conditions. Mostly relies on seed, but isn't invasive. And you can grow it uh, a bit like a subshrub, really. But I, I've grown it as a, a climber shrub against a wall, so you can espalier that too. And if we get uh, warm enough conditions with extra rain, especially in a, a La Nina year, all these little cocktail umbrellas come out at the same time. Little, it's a, it's a what's the colour? Pink. Pink, it's a, yeah. A blue-based pink. So that's quite charming. The, the Back to the flowers again. The foliage texture is quite interesting because it's, it's fairly fine. So it would contrast with just about any other planting. And the last one, one of the Bohinia for winter interest this time, Bohinia, oh, I put tomentosa. Sorry, uh, I'm thinking of the wrong, different uh, species. Bohinia tomentosa is a sulfur-flowering, high-summer, uh, semi-deciduous shrub that would easily get to three metres, but probably not much more. And it's a cascading habit. So if you had, oh, for example, an emerged pool that had a retainer holding up one side, but you had preserved planting space on the pool level, but you can see from lower down the block, lower down the grade, right under the pool. So you could plant the lower side of the pool ball with this Bohinia tomentosa to cascade forward and conceal that void underneath the pool, underneath the retainer. So that, I found that to work very well. Anywhere elevated, really, because of its habit, it's a very fairly fine, like a lot of Bohinia's, a heart-shaped leaf. 
and that's a quite a, a, a light felty uh, green, so you'll get foliage colour contrast as well. So the leaf on this is heart-shaped also? I just can't yes. tell from the photo. Yes, it's smaller. Small, it, most bohemias have a heart-shaped leaf, and this one does too, but it's um, because it's a smaller grower, the leaf is smaller as well. Yes, yes, and you, you could actually prune it so that it's like um, oh, a topiary thing, like, um, like a ball on a stick. I've seen that done. You can. Yeah. Uh, it takes a fair bit of cutting, though, because oh, okay. it's the growth rate on it's quite aggressive. Oh. So, uh, um, or I should say, the, it's fairly, it's it's fairly vigorous. So you'd need to having be having the um, head shears fairly handy. Oh, okay. But it's a quick, easy job. Indeed, indeed. Well, there we have it. That's climber shrubs of the non-general lines. Once again, Peter, it's been great having you in the studio and having a nice chat again. Sensational, Marion.